Hello, this is Dee, also known as Film Imprint, coming back again today to the podcast known as Write What You Want to Read and Draw What You Want to See. And, um, yeah, through my many, many years of experience with doing digital art, anime, cartooning, and it went all the way from the bottom to the top, uh, through that and everything, learned all my way around Procreate and everything, and it was such a bumpy ride. And speaking of a bumpy ride, of my most recent adventure in the writing world, I did a first and second draft to a book and a first draft to another book and everything and I've learned so much and I have gotten all the tips, tricks, what not to do's and have compiled it into these podcasts episode by episode. You will be learning much more from me than pretty much anyone else that I know of in your creative journeys throughout this wacky world of art and being an artisan. Let's get started. Hello, my precious packing peanuts. I am back again today. I don't know why I called you all packing peanuts, but we're gonna go with that. So, uh, today we're finally getting on to the goodness. All the good tips and tricks that I've been promising you in every intro. Let's get into it. So, today I figured I'd talk about, um, let's see... Creating your characters, and now today is a writing video, so. Although some of this can be applied to art as well. This is kind of a mix. So, to create a character in a book, um, you really need to figure out, like, what part of the story they're gonna play first. Protagonist deuteragonist, which is like the protagonist's right-hand man, or just a background character or side character. Side characters are closer than background characters. Think of it like um, Spider-Man. Peter Parker is the protagonist. Ned and MJ are the deuteragonists, although I think Ned counts more. And, um... A side character would be Aunt May, and background characters are just those who are there. <laughs> those who aren't as important to the story as the side or deuteragonists. So, now that we figured out what part our character is going to play, we gotta build up, like, what they're like, what their personality is. Now, I'm gonna be going with a deuteragonist-based, because, um, this... This me- this checklist only really works for those who are more important. You don't need y- as many details, the less important a character is. So you don't need to- you don't necessarily need to flesh them out as much, but it also depends on how often they appear in the movie, or book, or whatever. So anyways. So, one of the first steps, of course, is I find it better if I start off with either personality or what they look like because um, I find that with me, if I come up with personality first, that will dictate what they look like, you know? Someone energetic might be a blondie or a redhead, you know, they may have a thinner body but like run really fast or something like that, you know? I often um, do that kind of matching. But when I pick what the character looks like first, then I draw then I draw from it the personality that they have. 
Um, for example, if someone, if someone, uh, looks, is in a suit and stuff, you know, looks really rich and everything, you might think of them as smug, or, or they could be, or you could flip it the opposite way, and they could be really caring, because some, some good rich people in this world do donate to charity and stuff, or they could be smug and arrogant like the Tony Stark character. Now, um, just a quick warning here. Mm. Throughout this, I'm going to be doing a lot of Marvel references. I'm going to try to expand a little bit and do references to other things as well, but I'm a huge Marvel fan, so um, there are going to be a lot of references to that. Anyways, so yeah. Now, I like I said, I normally go with personality first and hash out what they look like later, because oftentimes it's... If you're working with a bunch of human characters, you know, it's not necessarily going to be as important. And so, yeah, now that we know what we're going for, so I'm going for a deuteragonist. I'm going to hash out the personality first. So now we're getting to our little checklist. Now this is very important because in when I was telling you in my backstory about this book, this book my mom got, my this Kindle book my mom got me for learning how to make books, it gave me this checklist, and you know I've modified it a little bit and everything because, um, you know, I find some details more important than others. So, anyways, so first thing is name. Although you can have it be your last, the last thing you do, because I find personally it's really hard to put a name to something, because I'm someone who's like, that name is going to be their name forever, are you sure that you want them to be named this? So, honestly, you could do this last or first, whichever works. Next, their age, you know, that's pretty important. Female or male, and I'm all-inclusive, so they may be them or... A they or them, or, you know, transgender, or all of that, so, you know, just think about whether or not you want to include that in your stories. It's okay if you don't, I'm just saying that I'm, I'm okay with that, and I, I like being all-inclusive. I sound like a, a crap kid or something. Next thing is their career. Now, a student technically counts in this area if they are a minor. Um, if they're a college student, you might want to consider giving them a career on the side, unless like a part of their characters that they live in their mom's basement or something. I don't know. Um, another thing is um, appearance. Like I said before, you can hash this out at the beginning or the end, just as long as you do it, because we all need to know what your character looks like. Unless you're one of those people who likes to leave most, if not all of it, up to the imagination. If so, then go ahead. Um, another very important thing is what their room looks like, you know. You gotta, although you could just put this in, you could just lump this in with scenes and everything. If you're like a script writer or something, you could put this in with scenes. Um, if you're a book writer, you can just, um, you can just try to hash this out later or something. Um, I find it to be the most boring part of it because I'm someone who's more focused on the character, so I'd probably just put it in with the scenes, you know, with when you hash out all the scenes and everything. 
But anyway, so, but that's still kind of important. Anyways, so, um, the next thing is there is if they have any physical flaws, you know. Um, for example, they might be blind or they may be mute or anything. Not saying that they can't overcome these in the main storyline. You also gotta remember that at some point in the story, most characters overcome these things if they're holding them back. I'm just saying, if you do some reach search and look up some real life examples, it could add more layers to your character and else and also on the side it could raise awareness to people in real life who have these conditions. I'm not trying to single anybody out. I'm just saying, like I said before, I want to include everybody. I want everybody to be, have a good chance and everything, you know? It's kind of like giving them giving them a shout out, you know? Be like, hey, people are actually suffering from this. But that doesn't mean they can't overcome it. Another thing to think about is... Um, personality flaws now you absolutely need this because there is a type of character out there called a mary sue and um they they're known for being absolutely perfect perfect personality everybody loves them and everything but the thing is is when you have a perfect personality like um for example um captain america from the MCU universe, if you have a perfect personality, then, um, um, <laughs> if you have a perfect personality, then you cannot, your character can't really grow, which eliminates, um, some of the layering that your story may have, and also makes it to where you don't have as many chances to create conflict. Conflict is very important. Um, and if everyone praises them as well, then you really can't have conflict because you can't have your character have an enemy when everyone in the world praises them. They can't have enemies then. Because everybody loves them. So that eliminates that point of conflict. Now, I recommend now, I'd recommend having both of these conflicts just to add layering to the story, you know, have people who don't like them as well as they have personality flaws, you know, they're arrogant, overconfident, selfish, you know, something that you'd think only a villain would have, but in all good stories, the character has these flaws. The only difference is that a good, a good person will turn it around, whereas the villain generally won't. Doesn't mean you can't make a good villain with good personality and everything, and may just be a good person on the bad side. I'm just saying that that's what separates them from the main character. That's why we love seeing the main character win so much, is because they overcome their selfishness, or their arrogance, or anything like that. Um, I'm gonna have to speed this up here. Um, let's see. Anything else? Um, you also want to include any familial relations, you know, also their friends slash best friends. Um, I've also added on to my checklist any crushes they may have, or if they're married, or something like that. 
you know, I find that very important because I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a romance kind of person, you know, every story I have so far at least includes one romance, so if you're a type of person who at the very least has a side romance, you might want to find that, um, um, add that to your checklist as well. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. You can definitely tell I don't edit the recording now, can you? <laughs> I care about you guys, but like... <laughs> I actually uh, used to work on a side story. I used to work on YouTube, and it would take hours for me to upload just one video. Aside from getting it together, it took like three hours to upload, and then like the two hours before it in order to get it together. It was it was crazy. But anyways, so you could also include in their character like a mini, and I do mean mini backstory on how they will overcome these personality flaws or physical flaws. Um, I wouldn't go into too into detail because if they're a main character or something, um, that'll basically be your story. Because, um, the one very important thing to always keep in mind is that, um, nobody cares about whether or not the main character actually gets to their goal. You know, they may achieve that. But the real thing, and even they, and the audience may not even know this, but the real thing they actually care about is the character's transformation from a relatively good person, or maybe even not a good person at all, to a good slash better person. Because there are villain turnaround stories, and I'd actually like to read one sometime. Um, I just need to find one, but yeah, so... Anyways, that's it for today, and uh, yeah, I'll update you in the future if I can think of anything else for my checklist. I've mostly just run out of time, and also I can't think of anything else, so. Yeah, so I may do a future video where I go over this again, and um, I wouldn't skip it because if I do think of more things, or if I just have a different view than before, I, you'll want to, you want to listen for that. So anyways, I better go. We're almost up to 14 minutes. I love you guys. You're my precious cinnamon rolls. And uh, yeah, bye!